You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast, and we want to thank you so very much for joining us today. As we watch prophecy unfold on a daily basis, the world is searching for answers, and the nation of Israel needs true friends now more than ever before. Please stay tuned with us for today's broadcast as we will be focusing on news in the Middle East, Bible prophecy, and why America should never turn her back on God's chosen people. And now, here's our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Welcome once again to the Hope Israel Baptist Broadcast. I'm so glad that you are tuning in. I trust that this broadcast will be a blessing to you today. Perhaps you're discouraged about something. Well, the high priest in heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ, is your advocate. You go to him, and I pray that you know the blessing of being born again. In fact, no matter how rich you are, how poor you are, how smart you are, how tall you are, short you are, no matter who you are, salvation is without discrimination. In other words, Jesus came to die for all sinners. The only discriminatory realm of salvation is you must recognize yourself as a lost sinner on your way, deserving of a devil's hell, and recognize that Jesus Christ took your place on an old rugged cross. You should have died there. I should have died there. But he shed his blood for you and I and for the Jews and for the Gentiles to redeem us from the penalty of our sins. What is the penalty of our sins? The penalty of sin as the Bible clearly states, the wages of sin is death. Now, now, here's the good news. The good news is the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And you can have eternal life if you repent of your sins. That means you turn to God from your sinful life. You turn to God from your idols. You turn to God from your vanities. That's right. You say, well, how can I turn? Well, there must be true godly sorrow. That's what the Bible says. Godly sorrow worketh repentance, not to be repented of. Godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation. Do you realize what a great God we have in heaven? Job 26 verse 7 tells us, He stretches out the north over the empty place and hangeth the earth upon nothing. Isaiah 14, 13 tells us, For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Now that was Lucifer who said that. And of course, God had to cast them down. But when you think about the north, the north part of the universe, the northern part, of the heavens. Well, you think about the very realm of the throne room of God. According to Psalms 75, 6, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. Of course, the north is not mentioned in that verse, but it's implied, obviously, that promotion can only come from the north. That's where the throne room of God is, and that's where God rules his creation. Recently, there was the first time ever that a black hole had been revealed and the image taken. 
which is quite amazing. They, they've always talked about black holes, but they never really had a picture of it. But recently, they got themselves a image, and this uh, black hole, this what they called a supermassive black hole, at the very center of Mazir 87, I guess that's the name of the guy who discovered this great galaxy, and uh, for short, it's M87, for you astronomers out there. And uh, the uh, M87 is a super giant galaxy uh, in the constellation Virgo. It is considered one of the most massive galaxies in our local universe. So what's so amazing is that this black hole which has always amazed me, these black holes, that it sits 55 million light years from Earth. Can you believe that? And it's estimated uh, to have an incredible mass of about 6.5 billion times that of our sun. <laughs> this, is, this is incredible. And, um, but when you think about the black holes, I always think about how each, eternal the heavens are uh, because of the fact that God is the creator of the heavens and the earth and he's eternal but still to this very day they they cannot find the end from the beginning and the farther they go the farther it gets in fact uh, you know when we sent up that Hubble telescope some years ago I think we spent like four billion dollars four billion dollars of your tax money my tax money and I thought a little bit amusing, for it was almost like God's way of saying, you know, I'm in control of everything. You might think you're in control, but I'm really in control. I think when they sent the first uh, telescope up there, the Hubble, uh, the mirror was uh, out, of, out of whack a little bit, just a little tiny little bit, fraction, I mean fraction, fraction of an inch. And uh, But it was enough to not make it clear when they were looking through there. And uh, consequently, they had to spend a lot more money and uh, fix it and then send it back up there. But um, anyway, when they shot the Hubble telescope uh, and they started to to view uh, whatever they could uh, estimate was the black hole, uh, this was even before they were able to take a real good image of the black hole, uh, they noticed that... uh, the father, they went in there into this black hole. They knew there was a black hole because of what it, what it does. It actually is like a vacuum cleaner. It, it just sucks in light, and light just disappears in this hole. And so the father, they shot these, uh, these uh, beams of light into the black hole uh, area. The, the deeper it seemed to get. And so the father, they went, the deeper it got. That's how eternal God is far greater than that even. So yet they found this uh, black hole in uh, M87 galaxy, and uh, it's incredible. Uh, It's actually uh, ejecting these high energy particles at the speed, uh, almost at the speed of light. They're spewing out this material, and this will blow your mind, 1,000 light years out. Now, I've already told you what a light year was. It was a light year is 5 trillion, 800 billion miles, okay? And 
this black hole is ejecting high-energy particles 1,000 light years out. Well, the immense universe demonstrates how great and powerful and eternal God is. And that's the God of Israel. That's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And God promised that he will always keep his covenant with the nation of Israel, that they will always be a nation. And I always parallel the relationship that God has with Israel to the eternal promise of eternal life that he gives to the born-again believer, because as God has not failed one promise, not one promise has he failed yet, and, and neither will he ever, then I can rest assured in the eternal promise of eternal life that he gives to every born-again believer. And that is why Paul was so assured of his eternal security that he boldly was willing to suffer. He said, for the which cause I suffer these things. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. Why wasn't he ashamed? Because he said, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Have you ever been to Israel? Well, you often hear the phraseology, the promised land. They call it the promised land. They call it the holy land. But if you've been in Israel, it's the promised land. Why is it called the promised land? Well, the reason it's called the promised land is because God promised it to the seed of Abraham. Genesis 12, 6 tells us, And Abraham passed through the land unto the place of Shechem, unto the plain of Morah, and the Canaanite was dead in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent having Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abraham journeyed going on still toward the south. So this is this land God promised to Abraham and to his seed, the Jewish people of Israel. As I have stated many times before, though he promised this land to Israel, to the Jewish people, it needs to be stated time and time again that this land, the owner of this land, is God himself. So he says in Isaiah 14, verse 32, he, he says that uh, the Lord hath founded Zion. So he's the founder of this place. And he says in verse 25, in my land. So this land belongs to God. It doesn't belong to the Arabs. It doesn't belong to Russians. It doesn't belong to the United States. It doesn't belong to any other people. It really belongs to God. This is God's land. But he has given it to the Jewish people by a title deed, and he expects them to be the stewards of this land. So this land is given to Israel to take care of it, to be the stewards of it. But the bottom line is, the technicality of it is, ladies and gentlemen, is that the land of Israel belongs to God. Don't mess with it. Just don't mess with that land. And don't mess with the people that he has committed its stewardship to.
have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. And we pray that today's program has been an encouragement to you. If it has, please contact us and let us know you're listening. If you are of Jewish descent and would like to know more about the new covenant prophesied in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, or maybe you're curious as to why true Bible-believing Christians have always supported Israel, please contact us. As a token of our love and appreciation, we would like to give you a beautifully bound Hebrew-English New Covenant referred to as the New Testament. This Prophecy Edition Bible will be a great addition to your library and it will help you understand why those who believe in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, have always loved, supported, and prayed for Israel. Now if you're writing to let us know you're listening or if you're requesting one of these beautiful Hebrew-English New Covenants, you may do so by going to our website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That's hopeofisrael.net. You can also write to us at P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. Once again, that's P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. This broadcast is made possible because of giving friends all around the country, and if you would like to have a part in keeping this broadcast on your local station, you can send your donation to that same address, and please include the call letters of your radio station. That address, once again, is P.O. Box 1700, Powder Springs, Georgia, 30127. You can also give by going to the website, www.hopeofisrael.net. That is hopeofisrael.net. You have been listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist broadcast with Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Please tune in again at this same time as we stand with Israel and proclaim truth from God's precious word.